What up, everybody? This is Made From Scratch, and today I want to talk about profit. You know, if you're in business, it's kind of the most important thing you have to worry about, generating profit, making sure that your company is profitable. Um, Seems like not so many people care as much about this anymore, or it's not talked about as publicly as things like valuation. So I want to talk a little bit about the differentiation there, especially for uh, younger listeners who might actually not really get what the difference is, which is scary to think about, but seems to be caught up in the language that people are using these days. So, I mean, the simplest way to explain it is profit is after all of your business is conducted, what money you got left over? What did you actually make? Um, beyond the salaries that you're paying people and all the bills you got to pay is the business itself making money because if you've got shareholders ultimately that's what they're divvying up and that's what people invest in companies for uh, at least traditionally now profit can be made if your business is the business of buying and selling businesses you could actually make a profit on a company that itself is not profitable or itself is not valuable and uh, you know that's ordinary and that's fine Um, but if you're building a business for the sake of building a business it better be a profitable one otherwise you're you're just self-glorifying and ultimately no matter how high that valuation stretches it, it can't make up for a lack of value underneath So today's episode is all about profit, and I'm going to talk about a couple of different companies that are in some weird and precarious profit situations that uh, people either don't want to talk about, people don't really understand, or, you know, people are playing dumb about. So stay tuned if that kind of stuff interests you. So the difference between valuation and profit, and let's just talk about private company valuation. So... Um, You know, a company is valued at a certain amount when it's founded, sure, and it's got a projection of where it's going to be. And as soon as somebody invests money into your business, they're doing so at a certain value. (laughs) So you might might get $100,000 for your business and you give that investor 10% of your business. Your business is now, boom, magically worth a million dollars. Now, that's a private equity exchange, it's a private currency exchange, you can do that. Once you start to get to a bigger and bigger level, um, something's got to justify those valuations, usually revenue and profitable revenue, or at least some kind of growth strategy that shows people that you're one day going to get to a place where your company's actually worth what you have speculated it's worth. You know, startup businesses, early stage companies, It's speculation. You're speculating this business will be worth more than $1 million someday. That's why you invested in it, so that when it's worth $5 million, um, your 10% is worth a lot more, right? That's the idea. But what gets crazy is when there's really, you know, these tech companies especially, they put themselves in a little bubble, so the market doesn't know a whole lot about what they're doing. The only people that know what they're doing are the people that are invested in the company or working for the company, and wouldn't you know it, they're incentivized to see the valuation grow, to have it get bigger, to have it become more valuable um, inherently. And so sometimes it becomes kind of a shell game if they're not really developing anything or if they're not developing anything that has demonstrable value. You see this all the time when companies crash real quick. And just because you read about so many tech companies that gain their billion dollar valuation does not mean that there aren't hundreds or thousands of other startups out there that fail to do this and those are not as reported. 
Um, now the valuation on a public company is a little bit more complicated. Not going to get into that right now, but you know that that's uh, that's a whole other ball of wax. But most of the companies that you hear talking about their valuation are private companies. And the difference here really is that the valuation is something that investors who buy, sell, and build companies are mostly concerned about. If you're a founder, if you're a marketing officer, if you're in sales, don't, who gives a fuck about the value of the company? You gotta go out there and make it worth something uh, to justify the value that it's been given. And you need to be careful because there's sometimes a point at which the private assumed valuation eclipses what this business is going to be capable of doing prior to it losing all of its money. You see that happen a lot too. So be really cautious when you see people giddy and, and excited about the valuation of their company. If they're not building something with a mindset of it being profitable, who really cares? If you haven't heard already, there are reports now about Netflix carrying 20 billion, that's billion with a B, dollars in debt which is no surprise to anybody that's watching Netflix originals or watching the number of Netflix originals that are being purchased, produced, and all of that. Um, and you know, they're one of the most uh, coveted tech entertainment companies out right now, but $20 billion is a lot of money. And you gotta think about that. Okay, so how are you gonna get out of that debt? If you were in debt, $2,000 or $20,000, let alone $20 billion, um, you have to work really hard to make more than you spend to the tune of enough to pay back $20 billion, right? That's not such an easy thing to do, especially if you haven't been able to generate much of a profit yet. So what, what's to say that Netflix is ever gonna figure out a way? I mean, yeah, okay, 100 million paying customers, that's awesome. Um, but it doesn't matter if, if that's not leading you to a profitable uh, model, is it? I mean, you're just gonna go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into debt, and then at some point, it'll all collapse in on itself if they don't figure out some kind of way to monetize to a point where they can actually pay back that debt. Um, you know, there's not an endless spring of money there. So I think it's really fascinating to see you know, being a Netflix customer, watching their programming, um, but from a from a business perspective, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. But that's part of the, you know, the tech sort of space race mentality of these companies that are building something um, and they want to get out ahead of anyone and everyone else that might even compete. Um, and the more and more you can borrow, the more and more you can buy, the more and more you can distribute. But uh, you better you better look out for Netflix figuring out a way to capitalize on all this. You know, I've heard some rumors about them introducing some kind of shopping merchandising angle, which uh, sounds like it might be helpful for them. But uh, I don't know, twenty billion bucks is a lot to pay back when you're you're spending over seventy five percent of the revenue you do on more content, and you got thousands of people on staff all over the world. So. Look out for Netflix, man. I, I just don't know what's going to happen with $20 billion, uh, on the balance sheet with no way of paying it back anytime soon. So look out for that kind of stuff. Apparently, Pandora is going back to basics and reformatting their offering to be free radio that's ad-supported. So I think that's really interesting, you know, when you've got Spotify and some of these other services that are 
starting to really dominate. Um, and you've also got other services like SoundCloud that are talking about going out of business unless Chance the Rapper can save them. So to see that a company that was rising in its valuation, probably not being very profitable, looking at, damn, you know, those people 50, 60, 70 years ago producing radio content and having advertisers support it, that was a profitable business model. Maybe we ought to think about doing that. Uh, that makes a lot of sense, you know, from a branding perspective, I'm not sure if Pandora is going to be able to climb themselves out of uh, the depths there, but it seems like a smart decision to go back to basics and do stuff that we all know works. Like people like free radio, sure. Advertisers want to see what their consumers are listening to so they know how to talk to them and they know how to communicate them or communicate with them and get in front of them to sell their products. Wow, that seems like a novel idea um, and something that has stood the test of time. So they're going to go back to that. I think that's really smart. And uh, you know, when you compare that to companies that have billions and billions of dollars of debt, and I'm not sure where Pandora's at in that equation, it just seems to make sense. And um, it's, a, it's a sign of these big companies that base themselves on tech looking to more stable sources of revenue and more stable industries to compete in, like radio. Uh, yeah, radio, as opposed to considering yourself tech just because you're transferring data over the internet, right? So I think that's really important. Call in if you have thoughts about Pandora climbing themselves out of the ranks, or if you listen to the last segment about Netflix, you want to talk about valuation and profit. And uh, especially if you're in, in business or own your own business and have uh, run into dealing with companies like this or the mentality for yourself of building a profitable business versus getting obsessed with the private or public valuation of your company. Call in. I'd love to hear from some folks. If you want your business to survive, it has to become profitable. Point blank, period. I mean, that, that is the point of a business. If you argue with me about that, I don't know what to do because, um, yeah, it's true that people can, can profit and benefit from companies that are not themselves profitable by investing in them, building them, and selling them. But if when you sell that thing to the people you sell it to and there's no plan for revenue and there's no chance it's going to be profitable, likely because it's got no value in it at all, that's some bullshit. And people know when they're doing that. And people that play dumb or pretend that that's not what's going on need to stop. Or people need to stop them from doing that by building up really powerful, long-lasting, sustainable, profitable businesses that kick their ass. That's what I think. I think that that's what's going to change the tide in the next five to ten years of commerce. Because if not, we're headed for a shitstorm. I mean, the, it, it, the stage is set for some really tragic stuff to happen because when your company gets to a point where you're looked at on the outside as being incredibly successful, but you've got 20 billion in debt and no way to pay it back within the next hundred years, um, what are we supposed to do? Just, just gamble with you and continue to believe that just because, and this is about Netflix of course, and just believe that because you beat Blockbuster 20 years ago or whatever, that uh, somehow you've built something that's going to last or sustain us. It's not. I mean, you just, you just can't, I can't keep borrowing from a bank if I don't pay them back or show them that I've got some income coming in that'll get them their money back. And it's really scary because this is the kind of stuff that inspires young people. 
So they want to beat or build the next Netflix. They want to sell their company to Apple. And they don't think about fundamentals of business. They don't know how to sell anything. They don't know what marketing really is. They invent crazy job titles for themselves and make themselves feel important. And this, is, this has got to stop. So if you're out there listening and you're building a business, I would love to hear about um, you know, how you focus on making things profitable, providing actual value to the world, and uh, you know, if you've got any thoughts on this whole valuation craze that people seem to be obsessed with these days, I would love to hear from you. Um, I'm signing off now. This is Made From Scratch. Peace.